Welcome to the Radiant Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Chapman, and if there's one thing I believe, it's that you're capable of making your dreams a reality and that the world needs you to be living out your purpose. One thing I love is to chat with people doing impactful work in hopes that we can all learn something from the conversation. Not to mention, we get to apply all of that wisdom to our own journey. Each week, you will hear just that here at the Radiant Podcast. So without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome back to the Radiant Podcast. And this week, we have my friend Chelsea Crockett, now Chelsea Hurst, joining us. You may know her from YouTube, and she made her debut there in 2011 as Beautylicious Insider and has gone on to become a role model for millions, yes, millions of teens across the globe. And you'll see why. We are buds, and man, you guys know that friend time's the best time. And I love having friends on here, but more than just being my friend, Chelsea's someone I admire. She has wisdom beyond her years, and any conversation with her is sure to leave you encouraged to live as the best version of yourself. She is just incredible and someone I constantly look to to inspire me in my faith journey and is just a killer friend all around. I know you are going to love this conversation. Chelsea's greatest passion is connecting with her fans and subscribers and using her voice to make a life-changing impact on viewers across the world. Guys, you're going to get just that out of this conversation today, so I can't wait to introduce you to her. Without further ado, let's get to it. But hey, wait one second. If you love this episode, screenshot it, share it on social media, and tag us. We want to know what you loved about this conversation and what you found impactful and meaningful. So let's get to it, guys. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, girl. Hi, I'm so excited to have you on. Me too. (laughs) It has been a long time coming. We met last year at a retreat and became fast friends. I love you so much. And (sighs) I am so excited to introduce you to the Radiant Tribe. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them are already following along with you. Can you start by introducing yourself, sharing your story, who you are, what to do, all the things? Yeah, of course. So Kelsey and I kind of share a name similarly, (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of fun. And whenever I first met her, it was out in Colorado at this retreat. I felt like, okay, this, this girl is definitely like unique. There's none other like Kelsey. (laughs) And I loved like getting to know her shortly after that. I think we started like talking through social, social media and then um, like FaceTiming and stuff, um, which has been really like such a blessing to me because I feel like she's almost like a big sister. So just wanted to brag on Kelsey. Oh my gosh, Kelsey. All of of your resources and everything are so, so great for people. So yeah, um, my story. So I guess I can just start off by saying like, I grew up in a small town in Illinois and I'm currently living in Georgia with my husband. We have like a cute little, little dog named Wally and he's the best. He's not so little anymore. He's kind of getting big, but Um, yeah, I, I started out on YouTube when I was 13, I've kind of been on social media for a long time and I loved just the platform of YouTube, being able to create videos and make makeup videos. I loved like certain, certain girls I would see do like costume tutorials, anime, all of that stuff. So I don't know if you've like seen any of my recent stuff for those of you guys who are familiar with me, but those who haven't, uh, I do a lot of faith content, lifestyle, like true applicable, applicable content that can hopefully change your life if we all like lean in and 
it's just because I simply share people's advice that I hear that are like usually 20 to 30 years older than me. And, um, I've just loved it. I mean, I've evolved from like being a 13 year old, like really into makeup person to being a married 21 year old who has a podcast with her husband and, uh, just enjoys the everyday, like normal, boring life in between, you know, like I'm not a super, like let's travel all the time and, um, do all the exciting things all the time. Cause I believe that there's like really such a beauty in the practical, slow moments of life. Cause we all live it. Like we know what that's like. So that's what we kind of share on encounter. Now our podcast. we just encourage people to take a step today into the future that they, you know, they want. And so we're doing that for ourselves. Recently, we just like paid off all of our debt, which has been really exciting. Um, so we've been capturing that journey. And really, I just want to encourage women specifically to share their stories and to invite other people in as well and encourage others on their social media platforms and with people in person, because I think that that's where that's where authenticity, vulnerability all collide. And we're able to truly make impact in other people's lives when we're honest about where we're at. So that's where I've kind of shifted, evolved from. And Kelsey has kind of seen some of the changes that have happened in my life and in business and all of that. She's been really such a helpful person along the way. And so you guys are listening to a great podcast and a great person. Well, I am always encouraged and inspired by just watching you. I mean, Chelsea, you have lived so much life between 14 and 21 in the public eye, people watching. You've pivoted, you've evolved. I'm just so inspired by the grace with which you've navigated that. Um, And I love your heart to, you know, use your platform to show the day to day, because I think so many of us could look at your life and think, oh man, she has it all. And you're doing the same things we're doing. Um, You're paying off your debt. You know, like most of us are going to go through that season in life at some point or another. Um, You're capturing those moments, the in-between moments that so many of us just want to rush through. Um, And Mm -hmm. I feel like you do a great job of helping us to embrace that. So I remember, you know, us just meeting and washing dishes and we had kind of gone most of the retreat without chatting. And then it was like, oh my God, why hadn't we talked sooner? But now I'm lucky because your parents live down the street from me. So I get to see you all the time. But, um, you know, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about how your channel and your dreams have evolved in the last, you know, seven years, well, eight years since you started at 13, because I know, did you just turn your channel into a family channel and you went from makeup and tutorials and all the fun, you know, girly things to kind of evolving into weaving in your faith and teaching practical lessons. You know, how has that, how have your dreams kind of taken different shapes over the years? Because, you know, here at the Radiant Podcast, we love to chat about um, dreams evolving because that's very normal, but you feel so alone. I mean, I'm in the middle of some of my own dreams evolving. I know dreams evolve, but when you're in the middle, the messy middle, I, I heard a podcast side note the other day by Tiffany Bloom. They have a, she and a- Ashley Abercrombie, they have a great podcast called why though. And they talked about why it gets hard before it gets better. Like the messy middle is not always right. fun. And so can you kind of share 
how your dreams have taken different shapes and what that was like, because it's really uncomfortable when your dreams start evolving. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that, I mean, the, over the years, like the, the shape of what I've done has kind of shifted. The expression of what I've done has shifted, but like in its core and in what I've done, I've kind of always stayed the same. Like in all of our dreams evolving and everything, we've always kind of like stayed the same, like true to who we are. But in in between, like those in between seasons, I, I'd say that my husband and I, Nick and I are in that right now, like figuring out for ourselves, like what do we want our ministry or our business to look like? Like what what is it going to take? What work are we going to have to do? And a lot of it is not very flashy or fun or something worth putting on an Instagram story or showing the world. But there is a lot of work behind the scenes that nobody really knows or hears about. And in the culture that we live right now, it can kind of seem like we need to showcase like every step. But in reality, there's so much that we just need to kind of like strap down and do it. And so that's kind of like what I'm in the middle of right now. Started out doing beauty fashion (laughs) videos. And then I came to know Jesus in like my high school years. I'd say that I was like, kind of, I knew who Jesus was and I was little kind of accepted him into my life when I was like 10. But then, um, in high school, like I just truly wanted to follow him. And so naturally my content changed. So that was like a heart shift. And I knew that I needed to like changed what I expressed online through like what I was like, what I was hearing and what the Lord was teaching me. So I did, and I lost some people and gained new people. And I'd say that I've over the past couple of years, I've kind of been shedding an audience because there have been some people who've stayed with me for years, specifically for makeup or specifically to see my brother in videos, or they have this like thing that they subscribed to or they wanted to see more of, but when they didn't get it, they like left. But then there were some people that came along the way, replaced them for an entirely new reason. Like whether that was advice or an inspiration or just practical, like, you know, she's relatable sort of thing. So I would say like for people who are in the in-between, like the messy, like not so fun um, dream season of like trying to make it become a reality or even discerning which one to pursue next. Like just give yourself some space and time to breathe. Cause there are times in life where we're not supposed to pursue, like just constantly pursue several things or just constantly like feel like we have to do all the things. Um, there are times where we need to step back, reflect, and just take it in, realize what we've done in the past, what God's done, Or, you know, if you're not a Christian, just like look at what your life has been like and and try to see like a reoccurring pattern. Like, has there been something that's always sparked your interest or has there been something that you've always just really looked for in a person or in a friend and try to like figure out exactly what your audience or your, you know, consumer like wants within that. And I'm reading a book right now. It's actually really good. Um, Thought I would share it. It's uh, called Break Through the Noise, The Nine Rules to Capture Global Attention. I think it can be pretty practical for businesses or people in the online space. And it talks about like the five core emotions that usually um, trigger, I guess, shareability online. And it's talking about happiness and um, joy and just comedy, like all of these things. And I feel like 
whenever we're constantly, I guess, learning more things about ourselves, then we can apply those to our business or our work. And like, it's amazing what it does. It kind of gives us a new perspective and we're constantly evolving and shifting. So I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I know Kelsey likes to get people to talk and she's doing a good job. I love it. (laughs) I love it so much. I wrote that book down. I will be ordering it because I have like 75 audible credits. Not really, but you know, when you like let your audible credits start accruing, I will be buying that today. Um, Super good. Man, Chelsea, I could just ask you a thousand questions. I feel like you have such a gift of articulating like kind of letting those dreams evolve and take shape and then taking the time to assess like what your audience wants. One thing you touched on that I think is really, really important for the listener to hear, especially if they ever want to have um, a platform or influence, which um, people stay tuned because Chelsea might have something that could equip you with that coming down the pipes. But, um, you know, is sometimes you, your audience, or sometimes your numbers look like they plateau for a while, for years, at least in some of my experience, when as many people are leaving as are coming. So sometimes it looks like you're even losing more than Mm -hmm. um, the ones coming over to you. But that's a necessary um, journey because your content is naturally like, going to change and evolve over the years. We're growing up online. (laughs) You know, even if you start your online journey when you're 35, you're still going to change by the time you're 55. And so when you have kind of this platform, it's very natural for you to change and your audience to come and go because of those changes. It doesn't mean anything about you. Those people leaving don't mean anything about your identity. Um, It's just a natural... A, a natural thing to go through. How did you keep that from making anything about your identity, Chelsea? Oh man, it's been hard. Like, I mean, t- to be honest, like in all vulnerability here, it's been at least about three to four years where sometimes I've seen more like loss than gain. And whenever the the gain has been great, you know, then there's like a time of, oh, well, that video did well, but then this one wasn't as well. And so that lost people. And um, so it can be very like, can be very discouraging as at times, but then it's just whenever there's those encouraging messages through like Instagram or a comment that says, thank you so much for making this video. Even if there's not as many people watching it as you used to have, um, you are impacting my life, and I just want to say thank you for that. So people who express gratitude really make my life so much like so much better, honestly, because I really run off of encouragement. So I really appreciate that. But how I didn't get my identity wrapped up into it was just a matter of like I needed to know, like in between doing this YouTube thing, where my identity was, and I found that in Christ. Um, personally, that's really what's been, what got me through this entire like process of being online, growing up online, all of that. And there have been so many times I wanted to quit, just not do YouTube, do a normal job. And I tried it, but, (laughs) uh, I really believe that God had placed me in this spot for a reason. And he had just showed me that through several, you know, trials and errors. And I'm glad that I continue 
need to do it because now there's been other platforms that I've kind of stepped into like writing. I love writing. I love being able to express myself in words. And I think that's just such a powerful tool. Um, and then also acting. I love acting and I don't really share too much about that because I, I only do it every once in a while. But um, I love being able to just express a story that could potentially change or shift someone's life for the better. And so that's what I've been motivated and encouraged by because life isn't all about YouTube or videos or getting, you know, someone to buy something like it's really about your relationships and experiences in life and how you're impacting those around you. So that's what I'm hoping to do in the future is more content and like, I guess, products in the area of improving and changing other people's lives so they can do the exact same thing I did on their scale and in their voice. So yeah, I love that. Um, tell us more about how, you know, one thing I love to talk about is nothing is wasted. Like nothing you've invested your time in is wasted. And even, even when you kind of get off the main, the main path God has for you, he can always redirect you. So I'm a big fan of, you know, encouraging people to move forward and God will redirect you if you need to be redirected. Um, but how has, you know, everything you've invested in those really hard seasons where you want to quit, um, paved the way for these writing and acting opportunities? Because I know for me, if I look back over the last four years, I can think, man, did I waste that time doing that? Like, sure, it was good income, but like, was that what I was supposed to be doing? And then I can think, wait, but that paved the way for a book for me, you know, like, so nothing is wasted. That's something I've wanted to do since I was a little girl. Um, and so how have, how has, you know, it paid off for sticking through those hard moments for opening doors of opportunity for that acting and writing side? Cause I really, you know, everyone's going to get to a place with their dream where they want to quit. Um, but what would be your encouragement to like stick it out and how that paid off for you? say first of all before talking about like the rewards of sticking it through I think that a lot of times when we get in a season of burnout or wanting to quit it's almost like God's trying to shift something in our heart for us to maybe just express it differently girl preach to um yeah or to just maybe focus on a different message for a season or maybe he's telling you to just step back for a few weeks or months so that you can truly take in the message that you're wanting to share. Cause a lot of times people want to sell or, or, uh, write about something that they haven't experienced themselves, but God wants to take you on a journey to experience it so that you can often relate to other people and actually be, actually be a voice for them instead of just trying to force yourself into a space. So, um, that's what I've learned in those seasons is, you know, God's trying to teach me something here. There might be something that needs to be shifted or changed. Um, and because of that, because of those shifts and changes and changing my content, sometimes in more of a faith related way or lifestyle, a book did come from that because there was people who saw that content and got interested and was like, have you ever thought of, and oftentimes, um, I'm like kind of steered in a certain direction because of encouragement. Someone saw something in me that I didn't see in myself and I went for it and I enjoyed it. And I think we need a lot more of those people in our lives because there are some people that maybe have like a hidden dream in their heart or they're really great at something and they have no idea because nobody's called it out of them. So 
one thing that I have been learning is to just try to do that for other people and notice it about them. And hopefully, you know, that sticks with a bunch of other seeds that have been planted in their life and they're able to grow in whatever way they're supposed to. So that's one thing that I've been learning with the changes, shifts, and like sometimes getting discouraged because there's not as enough number, not enough numbers or not as many as there used to be. But in reality, those are still people and it's a lot of them. It's just, you're comparing it to the past. And so it's almost like you have to hit refresh every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love what you said about kind of taking note of those seasons when you kind of feel like, oh, I want to quit. Maybe it's just an opportunity to pivot because that has been my experience over and over and over again. Like God put dreams in my heart. Um, but that, that dream and that calling isn't always going to take the same expression or shape. And so he sometimes open up, opens up new avenues with which to express that or pivoting that message a little bit. Or, you know, there's, there's just a variety of ways that can sometimes take shape. Right. And sometimes it doesn't mean fully throwing in the towel. I mean, that's exactly where I am. I mean, that's my entire 2019. So, so <laughs> um Wow, Chelsea. Okay. So speaking of writing and speaking of acting, I think I've seen some clips of you lately in a recent movie. So please tell me about that. And you have a book coming out. So tell us about that as well. Yeah, I'll talk about the movie first. That one is, uh, I've been working with the same people over the past few years. Every single movie I've been in have been with these same people. So a lot of people ask, how did you get into movies? How did you get into acting? I'm like, there was literally like two people who were interested in me and they just liked to be my friend. And so they keep calling me back. (laughs) So it's just kind of funny how that's worked out, but, um, they've all been faith-based movies. The first one was wish for Christmas and it came out about, I think two years ago, maybe three, I think it might be three now. Yeah. And there's been this recent one that's, I'm going to the premiere, um, very soon. I'll probably have already went whenever this comes out, but, um, it's called Catching Faith 2. There was a first one, but I was just in the second one. And then there's another movie. Um, these two were kind of filmed in like a shorter span with one another, but um, it's called Switched. It is kind of like a Christian mean girls. <laughs> Super funny. Oh, okay, um, girl. Yeah. So those are some new things that I've been trying out. I really feel like I'm getting better as I continue to do it. Um, but I just love helping other people's visions come to life because there are people who are so passionate about these films, who have written them, directed them. And I just love being able to support my friends. So if that happens to be through a role, then so be it. That's amazing. <laughs> um, and then let's talk about, you said the book. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> I've written one other book before. It's called You're Unbeautiful. And it was a lifestyle beauty guide. Um, and also a faith guide for young adults. And I really enjoyed that, but I knew that as I was writing that, as I was going through it and then several months and like a year afterwards, I was like, I know I want to write something different, but I don't think I have like another book in me for some reason. I always like express it in that way. It's like, I don't want to just write something to write something. I need to like have a message and something that like is burning within me to share for a book. Um, and I know how monumental scripture has been to me and how it's changed, shifted, evolved my life for the better. So I wanted other people to have a practical devotional, 
um, that I walk through, um, specifically with God each day, just writing this and going through certain passages and seeing what the Lord was saying to me, but also just what he was saying to the people in that time. And so it's called Above All Else. I don't want to sound boring with it. It's really quite a cute book. Like the design is really, really cute. I love the cover. (laughs) Thanks. Um, It wasn't me, but thankful for people who are gifted in that way. And the uh, practical parts of it to have like challenges for every day, Um, all of the 60 days, each one comes with like a unique challenge that has to do with that scripture or the message for the day. And that's one of my favorite parts of it is that these people who read it, whoever comes in contact with the book is not going to be just sitting there reading it and going on with their day. They're going to be challenged in some way to actually practically apply it. Cause I believe once we take in scripture and apply it to our lives and that's where the change comes, it doesn't come from just reading it in all honesty. So that is what I wrote above all else and really just speaks to the message of, you know, there's so many things in life that we can pursue and get distracted by, but above all else, we should seek the Lord and what he has for us because that's where we'll ultimately be satisfied because I mean, that's what I've found in my life. And I know several other people have too. Chelsea, I cannot wait for this devotional. Um, I'm definitely a Devo girl. I love starting my day with the devotional. Actually, um, our friend, I'm on David Nurse's devotional email list and I love it. Like I love the devotional he sends me every day. I'll forward it to you if you don't have it. But um, I'm really excited to just have this to start my day and to really dive in and challenge me to go deeper. Um, I'm really excited. Where... I mean, obviously, you're not going to be like, yes, I'm so deep. But I will say it. Where has your depth come from? Because I feel like you have a sense, I don't know if this is the right word, of profoundness. I feel like you are profound beyond your years. And so where did that come from? Like, where did this hunger for scripture and God and and diving, I'd say, deeper than the average young woman, um, where did that come from? Gosh. I've never gotten a question like this. (laughs) That's funny. Um, And good. Thank you for that compliment. I really do think that's a compliment. Um, I would say, I mean, I'm just trying to think of the patterns that I've created over my life because I think that I haven't just started being like this. I've kind of been like this all throughout high school. And a lot of times whenever I was having a hunger for just depth in my relationships and then in friendships, I didn't receive it just because like not everybody was on the same page. They were kind of confused whenever I was like kind of wanting this in my life or I just didn't know how to express it. Like I wanted to have deep conversations with people and, and maybe it has to do with like being an Enneagram nine. I don't know, but, um, just always like seeking more, like wanting more from friendships and I believe that like God just gave me a hunger from really just reading his word and taking it in as many ways as possible. So like listening to it audibly and then reading and there'd be a lot of times in high school where I would go on like to the football games and I love those times where I just hang out with friends and everything, but I just always wanted to go back home and read and be boring because <laughs> uh, I really think that you have to embrace like the boring to become bold in everyday life and to, Oh yes, um, girl, that's good. I'm writing that down. (laughs) 
I, I think that like God teaches us t- a lot in those moments and we got to be willing to have like our alone time with him. And, you know, I hear a lot of things from Bob Goff. He's like one of my inspirations and he shares that his time with God isn't quiet time. It's like the loudest time of his day where he's just like declaring things and speaking out loud. And like, it's just got to be whatever rhythm that you find yourself in. Like, what? how do you respond well to scripture? Like, um, what are your friendships like? Like, that's how you should kind of replicate it in your relationship with God, I feel. Because I think that like the depth has really just come from him. I think he's like uniquely gifted me in that. I really think that like my spiritual gift is wisdom. Um, but I haven't really figured anything else out. (laughs) That's the only one I think that I'm gifted in, but, um, yeah, I'm just like, we, we even strive for that in our marriage. Like we've been trying to come up with habits to like, just go deeper in knowledge and not just, not in just our relationship with God and with each other, but in, in our business and in, um, just always feeling like we know nothing, like always trying to seek for more, being someone who's willing to learn, um, I think is a really big thing too. So I will say, you know, I loved your line to, you have to be boring to be bold, but I will say you're far from boring. And it's those times, you know, diving in, spending time learning and understanding and always um, taking a stance of I have more to learn versus I have everything figured out. That's what makes you you and such a great conversationalist, someone that I could talk to for hours. And so, um, you know, if if that's boring, (laughs) then sign me up, you know? Um, Thanks. So I feel like that sometimes, I guess. I don't know if it's necessarily boring or if it's just like, uh, more still than usual. Yeah. I think a lot of people our age like want to do all the exciting things all the time. And I don't really struggle with the whole FOMO thing. I really just love being able to create times that I don't regret. And that's usually just learning. <laughs> so like always having a spirit to learn. So, okay. So you've got your book coming out. You're about to release Catching Faith 2. What's next for your YouTube channel? I know you have a podcast with your man and I love Nick. It has been such a fun time getting to know him. I love our conversations with the three of us. Hopefully David can be a part of that now that he has a life being out of school. (laughs) His whole life has been school. So um, what's next for you two? Because you just got married, girl. Yeah, it's been like, I think we were just talking about this. It was either yesterday or the day before, but we been married for like four or five months, probably a little bit more, um, when this comes out, but it's been great. I mean, there've been times where we're like trying to figure out our own rhythm. There's like a time, I think when everybody gets, when they get in the like groove of their marriage, especially after you just get married and you're trying to figure out like how you communicate and how you like don't communicate all that sort of stuff. So we learned that like about on month three, we were trying to really figure that out. But um, now we're just in a time like really trying to encourage each other and on our platforms, like with podcasts, we're just trying to like, like really hit on the topics that people need advice on or they're, they're just going through and we're going through too. So we're just trying to be honest in those times. And it's really helped to just do it while we're in it instead of just saying, okay, let's do a podcast now that we're five years away from it. 
uh, it's really unique to, to record while we're going through those things or um, even just looking back to like two years ago and sharing about a breakup experience. It, that's one thing that's been really helpful for people is like one podcast episode we did on breakups, which is really unique. But um, and then for the YouTube channel, like I do a lot of videos with Nick naturally. We just love like being able to capture certain things like paying off our debt and getting a new car in the same day that we sell our car. It's just like very different. Um, but we're also in the like rhythm of trying to figure out we want to gain more people into our circle and like um, be a part of our audience, but we want the right people who are truly hungry for like life change. And so we're just trying to, I don't want to say brand ourselves, but like trying to figure out what road to go down. And it's, it can be exciting, but also scary because you're like trying to figure out, okay, is this going to work? If it doesn't, then like, obviously we'll pivot again, but sometimes I'm afraid of making too many pivots in one short amount of time. I don't know if you've ever been there, but uh, yes, right there right now. <laughs> yeah. It, it can just feel scary and overwhelming. So yeah, we're, we're in that time, but we're trying to be like authentically us in it too. I mean, we just did a video about Nick's wisdom teeth removal, which was really fun. So, <laughs> oh. Ooh, I saw some, some snippets of that on your stories. Was that a fun, was that fun? Not yeah. fun. It's not fun. Funny. <laughs> it was funny for me and for him. He recovered super well. So we're glad that that happened. I'm so glad. Yeah, David's going to have to do that. I did mine when I was 14, but I ended up screaming that I went naked in the middle of the grocery store with my mom. So um, oh. not my shining moment. I was really into naked juices. People thought I wanted to strip <laughs> down naked though. And it was, you know, I had blood and gauze coming out of my mouth. I have no recollection oh of this, but that is my, <laughs> that's my wisdom tea story. But Chelsea, I am so excited to see what you and Nick do together. I'm always here cheering you on. I know the Radiant Tribe is going to love this conversation. So thank you for joining us today. Where can everyone, A, find you, B, right as this releases, it will be pre-order time for your book. So where can people pre-order your book? Yeah. Well, thanks, Kels, for having me on. I love this chat. Um, you can find me on social media, pretty much any platform, Chelsea K. Hurst or Chelsea Crockett. You can just search either names and it'll come up. Um, and then the book will be out October 8th and it's already available for pre-order. You can find it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And yeah, I'd love for you guys to dive into it and tell me what you think. Oh, Chelsea, thank you so much for joining us today. And I love you and I'm cheering you on always. Thanks, Kels. Hey, don't go yet. I would love it if you go over to iTunes right now and leave a review. I love hearing your feedback and it really makes a difference in getting the Radiant Podcast name out there. And while you're at it, why don't you subscribe and then share this episode on Facebook or Instagram or wherever your social media platform is of choice. Lastly, I'd love to keep up with each other. Come find me on Instagram at Kels Chapman and let's get to know each other.